Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.ca. Our BFC Live guest today is Larry Lisser, the CEO of HelloMD. We wanted to connect with him about the telehealth platform and how people are accessing medical cannabis today and how that differs from pre-COVID. Larry Lisser, thank you for being on BFC Live. Good to see you as always, Jay. Nice to see you. You, of course, uh, uh, are the CEO of HelloMD. You've been on BFC Live before. We've done events with you. Uh, you are Canadian by birth and by spirit, but uh, reside in Denver for the time Correct. being. So we all can right. get you back here. I have been back there. I have followed all the rules every time that I've went. Good. Um, but for the moment, um, I think I'll be here for some time, but it's okay. good to see you again. Well, there's always, you're always as welcome as the Thank border you. allows. How's My that? favorite part about going to Canada, Jay, is that when I get to the border, I'm flying and I show my passport, my American passport, but it indicates that I'm born in Canada, ask a bunch of questions, and then it finishes with welcome home. I oh, love that. That's good. Yeah. That's good because I am an American living in Canada. And nobody says take, that when I, had, it, when I get to Logan Airport in Boston. Uh, I had it when I crossed through Buffalo the last time. Felt okay. good. Yeah, that's good. Well, right. we'll see how it goes. We haven't crossed the border in over a year, so we should yeah. let you know how it goes when we do. Good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. Um, Larry, uh, uh, last time we talked, which I think might have been April or May 2020, uh, at an event we did with you uh, online, talking about some of the trends that COVID had caused or you were seeing as it relates to um, telehealth and telemedicine and HelloMD's offerings. Talk a little mm -hmm. bit about that, and then I want to get into actually something that crossed our plate recently with a Canadian company you're working with. Sure. Um, God, I hope it hasn't been since that long since we last talked. But well, we've actually, talked since then, but yes. I mean, like, I cannot confirm or deny that you're correct. But, um, you know, at that time, uh, if we're talking about April, May of 2020, um, I think that telehealth was going through this just explosion of demand uh, out of out of absolute necessity. Um, you know, telehealth, What's interesting about it, it's been available and pervasively available for many, many years, actually, um, but has been slow to become mainstream just because people are used to seeing their practitioner in, in, in a certain way. And it, it kind of was second fiddle. People thought of it as, well, that's not really seeing a practitioner. Um, but, um, you know, uh, thanks to um, the, the shift in our lives um, from um, the virus. But at the same time, thankfully, since there were so many providers who are already up and running like us, you know, the collision between those two actually went quite well in the sense that everybody had to suddenly move to telehealth, but telehealth was actually ready to scale for it. It had been dying for that, that growth, including us. And so um, that period, uh, the, the, the scale up was uh, unlike anything that I've um, ever experienced. And then uh, since then, I think we have slowly just seen that it is, you know, what people expect. That's just how they go to the practitioner. What, I, I can't speak for non-cannabis particularly, but in the medical cannabis uh, community now, we don't really meet so many people anymore who are kind of um, um, 
you know, fumbling their way into a telehealth appointment or concerned about it. It's the way that people are seeing practitioners. It's the way they talk to each other about that. So um, I think that, uh, you know, we can confidently say that it's now very, very much here to say. It's allowed people to understand uh, just how easy and convenient it is, um, um, you know, for, for, for when they need to see healthcare practitioners. Yeah. And I guess with that sort of shift, um, like, are there associated, I guess, demographic, like are, are different people sort of, uh, sort of accessing medical mm -hmm. cannabis through yes. LOMD? So, um, you know, look, millennials, for, for millennials, this is like a dream come true that this is how I have to do it because I always wanted to do it this way. And now that it's more pervasively available, they can choose between providers for this. Um, I think we're 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 seeing um, more of them. I think we're seeing in that group we're definitely seeing an increase. Um, you know, part of that group might be um, leveraging the medical stream um, during this period for a couple of reasons. A lot, certainly, a high percentage of people in that group are experiencing uh, symptoms um, directly related to. The pandemic for which um, anecdotally uh, cannabis has become um, you know highly spoken of uh, so I think part of that demand uh, growth from that group is because of that uh, part of it might be that that it's it's in some regions of the Canada of Canada it's harder to get into a store um, but at the same time I believe we're going to see some of those folks just stick into medical because uh, they've reacclimatized uh, or Re reconnected with it and understood that it that it uh, that it has a value add for them. Um, probably the most um, you know formidable growth in a demographic we've seen is in the sixty plus, and um, I think there's two drivers there. One is um, the sixty plus was the group that was never going to easily pivot to telehealth, partially just maybe technology is intimidating for a subsegment of them, but just because they, for so many years, it's ingrained in them how they see a practitioner, they were forced to, and now they have recognized that this is the way that I, you know, for many things, at least that I want to see a practitioner. And then I think we're also just seeing this natural growth pattern that had already started, which is we see in the US, we see in Canada, which is that the 60 plus community is very, very, very quickly, um, adopting the use of, of medical cannabis, but want to do so, you know, through a trusted source, want to do so with advice, uh, want to do so in somewhat of a controlled environment. And so hopping on with a practitioner in telehealth uh, and making an order post that is, is really great experience for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's interesting to sort of unpack those trends, uh, both from a sort of purchase accessing medical cannabis, staying with medical cannabis, thinking about how people just in lar uh, large are, are doing more things online that they were never doing before. Um, uh, one of the things that crossed our desk and why we wanted to connect with you is we saw you now have a partnership with Zias. Um, and I wanna talk about what that means for patients accessing medical cannabis through that company and how they sort of utilize uh, HelloMD in that realm. Yeah, um, I'm glad that um, that you reached out. We're I'm super excited about this relationship because you know right now in cannabis certainly in north america um, rightfully so there's 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 more visibility there's more discussion there's more capital um, into the adult side uh, of the market 
Um, and, I, and I think we're going through this period where that is going to be the case. Medical is gonna to continue to hold its own and grow underneath, but then we're gonna find a period where you know, the two of them are gonna to start to not intersect obviously from a revenue standpoint, but people are gonna rediscover that the medical stream is a very valuable stream. Um, and I think the reason that that's gonna happen is because um, people are gonna discover that uh, they want advice, they need more help, they wanna make sure they're using it correctly. We already see this today, by the way, and I'll come back to Zeiss in a moment, is that, is that you know, we, we see a lot of patients coming to us who have tried cannabis through another channel, whether that be, uh, you know, um, adult use or worse, um, um, illegal markets. And they've just said like, I don't think I'm doing it right because it's not working, so I won't. So I, so I think that's gonna happen. So the reason that, I, that I'm really excited about working with Zias and I really like what they're doing is they're a group that are really, really dedicated to the medical stream. That is what they're about. That is the history of the team that is, that is leading their organization. Um, and they are just, you know, it's as they position themselves as a life sciences company, they don't have aspirations uh, that I know of uh, for the, for the rec business. So they're a company that can really help to bring, you know, medical um, up uh, as we move forward along with some other companies and continue to demonstrate that it can be a really, really valuable set of products for people who are trying to address pain, anxiety, and, 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 and sleep um, issues. And so, you know, this group is uh, very committed to investing in clinical trials and into research. Um, you can see, um, by the way, just in the product selection that they initially brought to market, that they really understand, you know, their audience and that they really understand that they're delivering this um, you know, as a medical set of products, one in particular, you know, they have a product that is one to 21 part um, THC, 20 part CBD. Even in the US market, you don't see that formulation a lot because it's not interesting to the larger subset, but for the subset that is really new to cannabis, really trying to find a solution, that combination of just a small amount of activating THC and a large amount of CBD has proven anecdotally very successful. And so, by that being one of their first, you know, couple of products, it tells you that they, they understand, you know, who they're serving and how to serve them. So, uh, we're looking forward to, to to working with them. Yeah, it's interesting because that that type of product, which um, has resonance with this the demographic you're talking about, and certainly the seriousness of purpose uh, that Zias goes about it. Um, in the states, they would try to remove the THC because the CBD you could sell right in regular depending on where you are in regular yeah. channels here you have to sell you through the medical program or through the recreational program and and the recreational program there probably isn't a lot of value for that exact product but the medical side there most certainly is so it is interesting and we've had conversations with zias as well on bfc live and exactly that's what we came away with was the seriousness of purpose and really the laser-like focus on the medical component yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh -huh. so what do you see like projecting ahead to a normal state, right? We, we um, this week alone in Ontario, but certainly in Toronto where I live, you know, the stores are now reopened, right? Or in some capacity reopen and, and delivery is now be actually becoming more challenging than it was because there's now stores open. We've seen over the past year, actual medical cannabis, the levels in Canada have actually leveled off and increased somewhat during COVID. Uh, more people are accessing uh, medical cannabis through, through telehealth and, and, and that trend as well. Like, I wonder, 
when you project ahead, which of these trends do you think is going to stick and which one may not stick? Or is it something we're actually, it's not about trend sticking, this is the new paradigm in which we're operating in. Are you, are you a paradigm shift believer? Um, I'm not a, well, more broadly speaking, um, I believe that uh, there are some shifts uh, that are, that, you know, as people like to say, we, you know, we did 10 years in one year type thing in terms of some shifts. And I think, you know, for instance, the general working remotely and the acceleration in acquiring things online or using services online that replace in-person um, experiences, I believe those have accelerated and will continue to accelerate, but I don't think they're going away. So I'm not one of these people who don't th who think that people are not going back to the office. I think instead we're going back to the office, but with a hybrid approach where we can be comfortable that if someone's going to work two days a week from home, that's actually going to be, uh, you know, two plus two equals five. Um, as it relates to uh, the the cannabis business. Um, in the Canadian market as stores reopen. Look, I think that there's going to be a lot of, you know, curiosity to go into some of these stores that people didn't have an opportunity to, as many of them, you know, for time about Ontario, were opening at the time of the, you know, the beginning of the pandemic. At the same time, I think we're learning that, um, you know, it's about what is the overall experience. Right. What is so the overall experience? Yes, the store and the beauty. And I've seen a lot of the ones in in Toronto and, and in the US. They're they're great places to be inside of. Um, but how much advice can I get inside of them? And um, you know, I talked to someone the other day um, who works inside of a store um, and was looking actually for a job to 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 move over to the medical side. And I asked why, and they said because I'm not really allowed to say anything. And I, and I love to help people, you know, find the right solutions. I love to educate people, but in the store, um, it's made very, very clear to me that if somebody wants to talk to me about their sleep problems or their migraines or what have you, I, I'm that that's, there's big guardrails keeping me from going there. And so one, there's the advice experience, which clearly if delivered, um, in, in, in the right packaging, uh, much in the way that we, we're doing so with Zias, um, is gonna be better uh, over medical just because you're gonna talk to a practitioner who's met with thousands of patients, has all sorts of anecdotal information, and they don't feel constrained in any way. Um, and then uh, two, um, there's this delivery issue, uh, which is more of a consumer issue. Um, and it doesn't seem like in you know the larger markets in Canada, delivery is going to be turned on anytime soon. I think it will get there, and it should get there. Um, but I know a lot of U.S. markets. Uh, I'm living in Colorado. We have the most mature cannabis program in the world, and we are only testing, piloting delivery this year. So um, it's just one of these things regulators have have trouble with. And so that's the other piece of the experience is I want to be able to get advice, then I want to be able to just have it delivered because I deliver everything to my house. Um, and so I think when companies like us and Zias work together, if we put our strengths together in a puzzle as, 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 as well as we can and make it simple for that patient to get advice and then transition with that advice to shop and get something delivered overnight or, or two days or later, whatever it may be, um, 
we have an opportunity uh, to have two markets that can grow nicely next to each other, the rec and the medical market. Well, Larry Lisser, from that, that endpoint, I think is a good one. Uh, we look forward to connecting with you down the road, as always. It's, it's always nice to see you, even if it's in this, this type of distance. Um, yeah. Thank you for being with us always here on BC Live. And we look forward to connecting with you down the road. Okay, talk to you soon. Great, thanks, Larry. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on B of C Live today. We're able to do what we do thanks to our ongoing partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Headset, Gallagher, and Torque and Maine.